Ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon. Welcome on the Culture News. My name is David Cerebro, and I have the pleasure to have today on iHeartRadio on the Culture News the wonderful producer, Philip Goldfein. He's absolutely uh, wonderful. He has done so many great work. We are going to talk about all the great things that he has accomplished. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? He's right now over the phone with us. Philip, how are you today? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. How are you doing today? I'm doing amazing. Thank you so much for being with us today. So the first question I have for you is, what brought you to become a producer? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, you know, growing up, I didn't really have any connections in the, the entertainment industry, um, although my dad was a doctor who serviced a lot of celebrities. But other than that... Um, we didn't really have much interaction because we were up in Northern California and they were down in Southern California, of course. So it really was about being an actor first because that's all I really knew, right? Is that you you turn on your television when you're a kid or you see a movie and, and you watch the people on the screen and you think, oh, I can do that, I can do that. Not so easy. <laughs> but so uh, when I actually came down to Southern California and said, all right, I really want to be a um, in the entertainment industry. I really want to be a producer. Uh, I started to learn that you don't just say that you you have to do a lot of work. It takes so much preparation and, and education and knowledge that it finally came to me that, all right, you know what, if I'm going to do this, what do I really want to do? And I saw, you know, as an actor, number one, you know, it's such a, well, of course, everything's a tough job, right? If you say it's a tough job. But as an actor, I was discouraged so much that I said, well, what else could I do? I could write. Um, I wrote stories as a little kid all the way up until, well, I was still writing them. <laughs> and so uh, I looked around and I saw people rushing around and I was wondering who they were. And I kind of learned slowly but surely that, what I really want to do is be in charge. I really want to tell stories and I, I really want to get a maid and I really want to create a body of work. And I, I learned this at a really young age. I mean, I, I was probably 19, 20 and I just said, okay, you know what, this is what I'm going to do. And it just kind of unfolded that you start from the very bottom. And I mean the very bottom, like where you are in 120 degree, you know, storage units searching for somebody's props or something like that all the way until now. And so I pretty much had every single job which a producer would entail. And that's pretty much from the conception to the distribution, marketing, and the the upkeep of every single title you could think of. So that's a long-winded way, David, of saying that's how I kind of started being a producer. Wow. And that's a beautiful path. And I love how everything in your life, you know, just led you to the to the place where you are. So let's talk about the your, your greatest hits. You know, like let's talk about all the the work that you have accomplished, and and also the I should say the the awards because you have won and you were nominated for several important awards. Uh, yeah, can you tell us a little bit about those? Sure. Um, I always like to say this that um, especially in the the entertainment art, I'll call it, is that. I learned this a long time ago. You always want to say, I'm just getting started. But if we want to talk about the other stuff, uh, obviously, um, there's a uh, a partner of mine, Nick Reed, who is this amazing, he started off as an agent, and he's now a very successful producer as well. But he is the one who insisted on, uh, it was his vision and Malcolm Clark's vision 
for the lady at number six, Music Saved My Life, which was the story of Alice Summers. And it was this amazing story about a woman who was 109 years old, I believe. And she was in the Nazi concentration camps and just had a life that just was anybody looking from the outside in would say, this is this is just extraordinary what this woman has been through. How could she possibly survive? But the way she did, and why a lot of people say to me that it's the best movie they've ever seen, even though it's a, it's a short doc, um, that it's basically, it's all about what's called PMA, positive mental attitude. And she is a woman who personified and basically showed you that that you can survive and and thrive no matter what life throws at you, anything. And so that was the one that actually won the Academy Award uh, in 2014 for the best uh, short documentary for the Academy Awards, all thanks to Nick Reed. And then the the other thing is that there there have been other awards as well. Um, I was saying Emmy, and um, I was part of the um, team for El Basalon, which was years ago with a director named Augustine, which also, by the way, was uh, shepherded by Nick Reed. Uh, and then, uh, am I forgetting stuff? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, David. There's a lot of stuff that I'm forgetting. Uh, but um, what I, I do actually, and hopefully I'm not getting off track here, but I do think, I don't want to be flippant and say, it's about what have you done for me lately? It's really about, you always have to be creating, right? I mean, to to thrive in life, my feeling is that you always have to be moving forward. Jerry Bruckheimer, who is probably one of the greatest producers alive today, said one time, he said, you always have to be, a producer is like being a shark or being a Learjet. You can never go in reverse. You always have to be moving forward. And so I kind of live my life that way and, and say, I'm so micro-focused, David, on, on what I'm doing now is that I, I, I don't want to say I forget because there's such an important part of my life but and it's great to have of course but it's about it's about now it's like what are you doing right now to to basically make your life extraordinary so what do you think at the era where everyone has uh you know an iphone and they can make their own movies what do you think makes a great tv or movie producers god that's a, such a great question um look at the end of the day you're 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 so right by the way but at the end of the day what I have always thought and, and really feel strongly about, it all comes down to the story, right? What is the story that you're trying to tell? Now, if you are passionate about that story and truly believe in this story and you know you want to get this story made, that's what makes a great producer because that producer is going to be with that project for at least, at least one year when you count everything from inception all the way until marketing and distribution and release. I've never, it's never been less than probably a good two or three year period. And by the way, it doesn't stop there, but that's another story. Um, it really does come down to actually what you're trying to make, what you're trying to tell. It's the story. Or is it a story that people want to see? Because believe me, if you make a great movie, people will come. Oppenheimer is a perfect example, right? Oppenheimer is a, in my opinion, great, great, great movie. I mean, it was just one of those movies that came together so perfectly. Now that's a producer, you know, that's a producer who is following the captain of the ship, which would be the director. Uh, I always look at the producer as the admiral, if you will. 
but it's somebody who is really just totally focused on everything, every moving part of making this product. You have to be so aware of and, and so convinced that this is going to be the one that you just put everything into it. And that's what I think the difference is because you're absolutely right. Everybody has an iPhone now, for example. So the person walking down the street could be making a movie, which is their definition of a movie, but it's not gonna have the same passion storytelling and quite frankly, the resources that you're gonna put into a movie or television series or program that you really wanna make sure is gonna last. I walk into everything and this this is gonna sound a little flippant and maybe a little silly for some people, but I walk into everything thinking this is the one, this is the greatest thing I've ever done. And I don't care what it is. It can be a horror film because you and I could both probably quote our favorite horror films uh, that a lot of people would just say are, nah, you know, horror, who who cares? It doesn't count. Two, two, again, Oppenheimer. And I'm using that as an example simply because we're, we're at that time right this second and we're talking about that movie along with the other great ones nominated for the Academy Award. But that is what I think is the difference because there are a lot of people in Hollywood, in my opinion, who are kind of just walking through life and they're not really staying focused on exactly what are they here for? You know, my friend uh, used to run a major studio and uh, now he's a major producer. And he, I remember him always saying that even as a little kid, we, we kind of grew up together, that, that it's really, why are you here? You're here to tell great stories that are going to live on forever. Right. Um, if you go back, you know, and look and look at movies from a hundred years ago, there's only a handful, but there's a handful, you know, and that's what I do. That that's so inspiring to hear you uh, talk Thank and you. say all these uh, beautiful, beautiful things. So before we start to say uh, goodbye to each other, uh, please tell me what are your next uh, projects and also what are you working on now? Okay. Uh, well. Uh... It's sort of the same thing, right? So the next thing I, I we start um, principal photography on a film that I'm very excited about. It's a romantic comedy, uh, and it starts up in Canada next month. Um, I can't say a lot about it, but I'm really happy that we we have pretty much a list cast with a really really uh, strong budget that's going to give us what we need in terms of making one of those romantic comedies that. Knock on wood, if you could see me, you'd see me knocking on wood becomes one of those romantic comedies that people talk about years from now. Uh, I've also branched into Broadway. Um, one of the things you, you had mentioned earlier is that the um, awards, well, one was a Tony, which won Best Picture, uh, sorry, Best uh, Actor and Best Book for the Broadway musical Tootsie, which was obviously based on the original film. And now I'm actually working on another one with uh, with a lot of the same people and I'm very excited about that one, but I can't say a lot about it yet, but I'll come back and talk about it when I can. And uh, we always have at our company in development, which means that we're always working on and looking for new projects. Um, we, we're looking for, um, you know, obviously the next great thing, right? And so we, we typically uh, shoot a lot more films and television programs a year than most people in that being an independent uh guy i'll say uh so we do anywhere between 10 and 15 projects a year which is a lot um especially when you have to like stay as focused as we talked about earlier 
And then, you know, it, it's like you said, and I really appreciate your words about being inspiring because one of the things I'm I'm doing as well to kind of get back is uh, I, I'm starting, we are going to run a program this year where you can actually come in and study with me for five days because that's part of giving back, right? Is that you want people to, people who are really inspired by this business and want to tell phenomenal stories and want to be in this business, you got to give back. Because I remember when I was starting out, it's not that I had that kind of an opportunity, but I did have the opportunity to meet a lot of interesting people along the way, including when I was a little kid, Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah. And he he was incredibly inspiring. And that even in a very short amount of time that I got to know him, he was one of those guys who said, and it's really interesting, David, and I'll tell you why, because he would say, you know, just, just keep going, right? What what was it? It was like uh back then it was like like keep on, keep on keeping on, is what he would say, something like that. And so it's funny, if you go back and watch the movie Hitchcock with uh, Anthony Hopkins, you'll see that our business has not changed one iota since then. He was putting together Psycho, and he had just come off Paramount's North by Northwest, and he was having an incredible time getting Psycho made. This is after coming off the most successful box office uh, film at the time for Paramount, North by Northwest. And he he couldn't get the movie done. So he ended up having to do it himself, mortgage his house and did it. And the rest is history, right? So it's interesting. I hope I'm answering your questions, David. <laughs> because I know that I, I tend to yeah. kind of no, um, but that's that's really, really interesting. And I and this is so much part of yourself to to give back and and be inspired and always develop and always do new things. So it I really, really appreciate all the the great things you you you're doing and you're saying and I love you know your how eclectic you are from TV movies but also the 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 stage and the and congratulations for all the nominations and all the awards uh, that 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 you have won it's truly inspiring you're the kind of people I I really look up to so it's really I uh, really appreciate that thank you so much <laughs> really really an honor so. What what would be your last word before we say goodbye to each other? You know what? I'm gonna use. I'm gonna. I'm gonna steal from the greatest filmmaker in my opinion that ever lived. Keep on keeping on. Just keep going. Persistence, yeah. right? If you want to do it, just do it. Yeah. Just don't do let it. people. Don't let people take away your dreams. Because remember, they're really pointing to themselves. I always say this to people: is that if somebody says no to you, you ever figure out when they're pointing at you. You ever see how they're pointing one finger at you and three fingers back at themselves? They're talking about themselves. But that's a much deeper conversation, a longer conversation. Yeah. But just keep going. Exactly. Just, and we will keep going very well with our day after this great interview of yours. So thank you so much. So, so much, Philip. It really truly means the world to me that you're taking the time today. Uh, to be with us. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is David Sarira. I had the pleasure to have today on iHeartRadio on the Culture News, the very talented producer, Philip Goldfein. Philip Goldfein. And his last name truly means it. Everything he touches <laughs> turns into gold. That is for sure. Right now, more music to follow up on iHeartRadio. Stay tuned with us. It's a beautiful day.